Welcome back to Mayor Michelle De La Isla's podcast. It's the community podcast interviewing some fantastic people. And today, of course, we definitely have a wonderful, fantastic person. Um, also, just from a recent win. I know. Um, yeah, the, the I, wonder, I wonder what happened. I so, don't know. so great. <laughs> Um, so, so great. And of course, she's in my uh, school district, so 437. We have Tara Dimmick here with us. And thank you so much for joining us. Ah, so good to be here. This is awesome. So I was going to go ahead and talk about like your titles, but you have like a gazillion. A thousand titles. Like, yes. Yeah, so, so it's like, what so do we it's say? kind of funny. So <laughs> I, I'll start by breaking the ice, talking a little bit about Tara. Um, I will never forget my first experience with an inner, center, uh, inner city visit trip. And we were going to Oklahoma City. And I was like a deer in the headlights with all of these very powerful people. And I was thinking, what the heck am I doing in this bus? And Tara was always so inviting, so kind. Um, there was no air of, of pretense. There was no air of, hey, I'm a business owner and I'm better than you. Who are you? I mean, Tara was just this really cool down to earth person. Um, and it's kind of cool to just see her trajectory in this community because she has gone from, um, her prior business life to all of a sudden starting, you know, taking ownership of TK magazine and then from TK getting into Invista, she's got a great position over there in which she encourages women, um, to be in leadership so much so that when you, when you take a look at the rate of women, in leadership positions in Invista, it is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sorry I'm stealing some of your thunder, but I just respect you so much. Um, well, you say all then- this, and I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> we sat on that bus today, and she is now the mayor. So, <laughs> <laughs> But you I'm- know, I did not even fathom that that would be possible at that point in time. I kind of could have. And, and I still sit here wondering how that happened. So you've been here in, in my home for a while, and I'm sure that you've wondered how the hell is she the mayor? But um, never. But I think anyway, we're all thinking that. But I it's know okay. we all do. Yeah, yes. No. So one of the funniest <laughs> things, side note, I'm sitting yesterday in one of our meetings, and all of a sudden I turn on my seat and go, wee! And everybody looks at me and they're like, yes, this is our fearless leader. <laughs> so, um, so but, but then Tara now, to a lot of pride in our community, you had an amazing person that was running against you. Yeah, she was amazing. Which is Ethel Edwards, mm-hmm. which is a leader, a person that I love and respect in our community. And Tara ended up victorious, now being on the seat of the Board of Education. My favorite thing to say about Tara is that she's my friend. So I'm super happy to have you here. Um, and just wanna, wanna, what I would love for people to hear a little bit about your heart. And to learn a little bit about what got you started in a magazine, out of all things. Well, my husband would say that it's because I say yes to everything and everyone but him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but actually, you know, it, that worked to his advantage, didn't it? I, think it, I mean, I think it, I said yes at least one. Well, at least four times. Oh, <laughs> we just now went you there. Know my heart. Wow. <laughs> I love it. So, um, no, so I got my start being a small business owner daughter, right? So I just got to see what it meant to care about people and to to be there when they needed help. I, I have this story of thinking back about my dad, and I was in the, tr- the truck. I was four years old at the time, and there was a f- impending flood coming. And as I was looking out, like, there he is, like, pulling these bags of sand out of his truck and helping all of these people because he had a truck and he had time. 
and he had the ability to walk away from his business and say people needed help and so I'm going to go help them and I just think that that those are the things when I think back of who I am they they come from those pieces of watching somebody say yes and help people and that's just what you do well I think that's interesting that you mentioned that because you also have done a show a radio show where you you want to highlight these stories of these people who are trying to make it work in the business world. You know, they're entrepreneurs and they're taking chances on our community. And you like to sit and discuss that and, you know, kind of break down some of these ideas that people have. And it's been huge for our community. It That was awesome. And the biggest part of it was I always have felt like that these small business owners, they don't really get a chance to tell their story. They're small. They need someone to come beside them and share it. And I mean, the magazine's the same way, right? To get a chance to say, I support you. I think what you're doing is awesome. Now, how can I help you inspire someone else to do that? Or how can I help somebody walk into your shop? Whatever it might be. And so I love the story of a small business owner. My dad cried more, not that he cried a lot, but he cried more over his own employees than he ever did over me. Like they are his family (laughs) and I am just another element. And, And I feel bad for my family a little bit because they get a little bit of that grunt as well. But that's, that's what he's, that's what business owners are made of. They're made of this effort and this try, and then they're trying to figure it all out. And they it's just, a leap of faith. It's a, a leap of faith. Owner. They take I mean, a risk. You, most small business owners have either an idea or a product. They have very little capital. No idea how to run put, a business. Exactly. No idea how to run a business. And they just throw themselves out there and they try every single day. And so many of them don't make a dollar. No, correct. And and so, you know, there was there was a while where I had a really big chip on my shoulder when people would talk really badly about business owners. And it was like they were just in it for the money. And I just felt like anytime that got said, it just made me stronger and made me fight more for a small business owner. Because it's like, no, 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 that's not how this works. And, and anything they do, they're doing it to support families all those employees it's not just the employee they care about it's all the family it's the kids it's the grandkids whatever it might be they care about the whole picture and those kids are taking gymnastics or dance classes or they're doing you know other things in the community they're going to you know it's kind of funny so i we celebrated small business saturday um recently with the greater topeka partnership with the partnership And one of the things that I said in my remarks was you have to understand that when you're supporting a small business, you're not supporting somebody that you don't know. You're supporting your neighbor. And what you're really supporting when you when you make a purchase is you're paying for a little girl's ballet classes. You're paying for a a young little man to be in a basketball league. But that and, money also is staying right here in Topeka. Right here in Topeka. Shoveled out. It's to your neighbor. Community. It's yeah. your neighbor. I mean, every dollar that you invest in community pays back three times back to the community. No, I mean, make sure that, that these beautiful places we're gonna have, like downtown, it makes sure that they have some place to go. If you don't choose to go there, they don't get a stay. And if if you choose other ways of getting your products we don't have cool places to go and hang out and visit. So you do have all these, you know, things that you've been involved in. You've talked to a lot of business owners and you've heard their stories. But you also do like a, a women's business club where you're able to like <laughs> sit down and share ideas and also hardships of things that are happening in the community and maybe what you could do differently. Yeah, so this kind of started as like a... It came out of Invista. Invista said, you know what we want to do is stand by women business owners. We should just say that also you are the chief business development officer 
at Invista. Yes. Okay, so then yes. So I uh, got the opportunity. We sat down as a, a team and we said, you know, what do what do women business owners need? And of course we went to like, oh, well, maybe if we just network. So we tried that. And networking is still networking, right? It's still, you kind of lead yourself to somebody you kind of know, and then you have a continuation of a conversation you've already had, and you don't really do what you're supposed to do, which is like, go meet new people. It just, it's hard. So we started out that way, but then what we decided is we needed to be more intimate. Um, women like to develop relationships, and they want, and, and I'm sure all people are like this, but women are very intentional about this. They don't want you to waste their time. They have kids to feed, they've got uh, ball games to go to, and they've got a business to run. And so I became very intentional about how do we spend time together? And so we created small groups and they're basically, it's a sign up. Like it's not like the same group meets every time. It's a different group every single time. And then we facilitate a conversation and it's as simple as like what we're doing right now, but we actually have playing cards. <laughs> and okay do tell I so you're we, right <laughs> it started out with like pen on paper and now they're like official playing cards um but we pass them out and they have questions like what should you have celebrated this week that you haven't yet you know or uh what's the biggest challenge you've had or what's um what are you going to get accomplished by the end of this year or the end of this week and it gives everyone a chance to just it's Vegas rules, right? Like everybody's got a business and they want to make sure that they're still presented that way after they walk out of the room. But it's a chance to share what life is really like as a woman business owner. So it's kind of interesting that you're doing that. I don't know if you knew this, but years and years ago, I started through the Go Topeka group, the West, which is the Women's Entrepreneurial Society. And um, it was nothing but small women business owners coming together and getting a piece of education on how to grow their businesses, but then it was a space for women business owners to get to know each other and share their challenges and talk about how we could get them connected to resources. So I love, love, love that this is going on because it's so needed. Because the one yeah. thing that I heard over and over again from these ladies was, it's so lonely to be in business and to own an, uh, a, a franchise or to own a small business and to try to make it happen every day. It's extremely lonely. It's just the hours. It's, it's crazy. Yes. Very alienating. Well, and I find what, I mean, it's not true for all, but what I found with a lot of women business owners is not all, but many have spouses that maybe don't support them or are confused by it or aren't the risk taker. And I know that men have that same challenge too, but it was very consistent for women. And they needed some kind of support system just mm -hmm. to build them up and say, hey, you are okay. And what you're doing is not crazy. And, and, or I guess we're all crazy together, whichever. And, and that was really critical too, is the support system to, to say it's okay. And to say, I'm having that challenge too, because they are lonely and they work really, really hard in their business. Many of them have very small staffs and where they're all on their own. So Tara, let's let's talk a little bit about, because you and I are two very strong, ambitious, and driven women. Let's talk about the myth that a strong woman that is ambitious, that has a family, cannot balance all three things. Well, I'm not a big fan of the word balance. Right? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, I don't thank think you for it's clapping. fair. Woo! <laughs> This is the point in time in which Ryan has to insert in the podcast the people clapping, going, <laughs> no, oh! no. But the thing is, though, is yes, that balance thing, it's so funny because they only attribute it to women. Correct. Oh, it's right. never like the guy men, that has kids at like, home. It's like, hey, you, this is, 
this young man is such a go-getter. It's so amazing. He's got a bright future. How do you do the work-life balance? I can tell you, I would would have a significant increase in my retirement if I were to quantify and get paid for every time that I am told that I am too ambitious and that I'm biting off more than I can chew. And ask why. I know, but who doesn't like I'd extra like to, tootsie I'd roll like in that. their mouth? You know, <laughs> it's good. You know, biting off more than you can chew. But no. So tell us about the balance. Well, I I have really I, I don't have balance. I have a great life, mm-hmm. and my great life includes doing incredible things with my kids and doing incredible things in the community and doing incredible things in every part of my world, and and that's balance. It's just having a great life and appreciating the things you have right in front of you. Correct. And I think that more, and you know, the other thing is that I don't hear this from men. Mostly hear it from other women. Um, So I think it's time for us as women to step up and support each other. And when we see other women trying to, to, to better themselves, to aspire for more, for us as women to support them. That's one of the reasons that I respect you so much. Well, I've, goes both ways. I, I, one of the coolest things about, and I'm bringing this to Invista, is um, you, our executive team is all women except for our CEO at this yep. moment. So um, that is a really incredible thing. And then on top of that, I mean, I'm one of the older people on our, our executive team. So the majority of our executive team I is wish our public our could 30s. just see Jamie's expression when you said that you're one of the older people. Yeah, She's like, you're what? Like, excuse me, what? I, I think I am. I think um, there are four that are younger than but me. But you know what? I saw actually a post um, that Invista did, and they were talking about all the women that work for Invista. And it's a, it's a lot of women. It's like 80%. It's predominantly women. And I, and I think that's huge. That's something to tout um, for a company or for a bank. I think that's amazing. It has been. It's been incredible. And we have incredible men that work with us. But it's nice to be able to have that space. I, I kind of joke around that it's a little utopia that um, where women can be who they are, treat each other really well. And all this stuff that gets said about how women aren't kind to each other is not true. Um, it's a really wonderful I've never, place. I don't think I've ever actually been mean to another woman. I think I've actually, I mean, yeah, I but I think differentiate. That, I think that we are all <clears throat> surrounded by, we have, this group has been very selective of the women that we interact with because we are women who empower other women. Mm-hmm. And men. Right? Absolutely. Oh, and yes, our men. Of course, but but, of course. I, but I, and you know what? I love that you brought that up because with. I had that conversation recently and people were telling me, well, you're all so pro-women. And I'm like, no, it's not that I don't want men in leadership. I want all of us to have an equal space on the table mm-hmm. so that we can have meaningful conversations and everybody's perspectives be heard. Yeah. I, I, I look at some of the the women that have given me a hand up and helped me through things. And I look at some of the men who mm-hmm. have given me a hand up mm-hmm. and really walked with me and how critical, you know, I speak to the, I, I think about this all the time. Like, I don't care who you are. If you are pushing somebody down, you, you're not helping the, the way this world works. Okay. So I have two more things that I want to talk to you about. So, uh, you, so you do have TK magazine, which is another fantastic magazine. I'm not sure exactly how long you've had it. I have been had it, it. Oh my gosh. For so long. I've had it for 11 years. Yeah. But the thing that it's really difficult to put out a magazine, um, because they just don't last. You know, they just, they don't have that long of a run. But TK Magazine has been very interesting because 
it really highlights all of this local business and this local stuff that's going on that people, you know, would like to have an interest in, but also to see how they could possibly find space to create their own business. <laughs> it's it's an excellent magazine that highlights all the great things going on in Topeka. So TK, when when it's first when I guess when I first took it over, it really I needed to have that niche of just talking about business. And so we spent a lot of time, we as an I at that moment, right? Because there was no one. <laughs> I was by now myself. You have Lisa. Oh, Lisa was amazing. Lisa and our, I've always had great designers who have walked with me, but it, there kind of was a dome over Topeka. That's the best way I can describe it. I remember it being described to me that way 11, 12 years ago about this dome where like people didn't go out and people didn't come in and it really was pretty negative and the businesses were not showcased. And so it was really important to me to say, I'm gonna showcase all the businesses. I'm gonna make sure that it feels like Wichita and that we look better than Wichita. And we do look better than Wichita, by the Amen. way. And we look better than Kansas City and TK looks better than both of them because that's critical to us to be like, no, this is what we are. Hashtag truth. And, and yes. It's, Preach. It's, <laughs> <laughs> How many more things can we say? <laughs> I know. Holla. But you know what? It's it's exciting for me to sit next to Tara and hear her say everything that I try to explain to people. Topeka is an amazing place where we have amazing small businesses, where we have amazing people. But we should doing also some really highlight cool too. Tara. It's like we don't need to be Kansas City, we don't need to be Wichita, we don't need to be Lawrence, we're Topeka and we are awesome. But she was one of the biggest proponents of good self-talk of yes. our community. Yes. And and that was, it really, I think all of that positivity stemmed from you. I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, everything, because I think everybody's really worked really hard for that. But, you know, you were highlighting in TK Magazine and in your radio show and all these things were highlighting all these great things that were happening in Topeka and why we should be proud. I, that's all I care about doing. And it's not really anything about, it has nothing to do with me. I just think that, um, I think that if I can tell my dad's story over and over again, over again, then like the world's a better place. And um, and I think about that with even 20 under 40. If people can be raised up for a moment to know how great they are, that's awesome. If I can show that you don't have to go 20 minutes away, right? Because everybody becomes an expert if they're 20 minutes away. You don't have to go 20 minutes away to get an expert. They're here. They're right here. So it's just the little things to say you are enough and um, to inspire people to maybe take that leap to go start their business or to be motivated to go one more day. It's it, you're, you're climbing the mountain, but you can get there. You can get to the top. So uh, something else we need to highlight, this is my second thing, is that you are now on the school board for Auburn Washburn. Just got elected. thirty-seven school board. Okay, what was the desire for that? Why Why did you want to do that? Oh, no. Are you going to cry? No, I don't. I never cry. <laughs> is that sad? Unless my, my, my family always is like, we just have to turn on a sappy movie or something and you cry. But if any of us are hurt or... Sad like, things. You just tackle it. So, um, you know, there was a lot of things going on, and they all happened at the same time that someone asked me, right? So there was all this stuff going on, and it ha some of it was with my own kids. Um, but I got to see very firsthand uh, the power of a phone. Um, I got to see firsthand the power of racism. I got to see firsthand mm. Um, mm -hmm. sexism. Um, and it, it wasn't intentional. It's biases that people don't even recognize they have. Um, the ones I saw, the ones I got to experience and watch. Um, and at the same time, I absolutely love our school district. I also got to see a counselor 
help my family in a way that was really, really impactful. And, um, and I've seen so many teachers walk beside my kids and I've had so many parents walk beside me. And I feel like one of the things I'm really good at is strategic planning. And I'm really good at policy and understanding what's important to other people and listening. So this is my space. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to take all of that. So I will tell you, because she will never admit to this, but there was a cohort of people actually encouraging her to run for other offices. <laughs> Tara is such a consummate leader in this community that we wanted her voice in policymaking in this community. So I'm I'm excited. Again, Ethel Edwards is an amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing is. beautiful soul. And it, it was just great to see was it was two race, very clean yeah. campaigns. It was sad um, to run against her. Yeah, I, isn't, it, isn't it incredible? Yeah. So it was really interesting because I didn't know who you were running against because I'm outside of the district. And then all of a sudden I drove by and I was like, oh, it's Ethel. Oh, my gosh. But the district did not lose with either of you. Yeah. Um, but I am so happy that you are in leadership and that you're able now to help shape and have those difficult conversations at the school board level that is so crucial for our kids. I hope that that's, that's all I hope that can happen, right? You can't make any of Oh, come on, Tara. You're going to make the space if it's yeah. not there. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, at least this wait is one a of few the weeks. moments that I wish that the public could have seen your face. You're like, I cannot believe she said that. <laughs> yes, I did. I'll at least give a little time. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's an amazing school district. My mother has taught in that district. She's now at Washburn Rural Middle School. She's uh, an ESL teacher. Um, but she taught at Indian Hills for... 20 years, 15 years, something like that. I don't know. Um, but so we're very tied to that district and it's it's a wonderful district and there's so many wonderful things going on. Please help us understand a little bit of the, you know, I know that when I get off work, I immediately want to go home and like get in my pajamas and watch TV. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if you could pay me enough to be like, hmm, I'm going to go to a school board meeting and I'm going to work and do strategic planning, you know, like how does that make sense? What is your drive for that? Because you know. don't even get paid. Um, like if you got an extra paycheck, it'd be awesome, but no. It's like a an agitation, right? Like you have to you have to address it. Like when something goes on or something's happening, you have to kind of jump and say, I'm in. And so it's not always healthy. I'm not going to disagree with that. Plenty of people tell me how unhealthy I am to, you know, never stop. But I don't know. We're supposed to do but that, is right? It, We're supposed what, to who, say yes. Who We're is the to person that is supposed to determine for us what is healthy and what is not? I am you extremely have, healthy. You have an amazing husband. That I do is have an amazing very supportive husband. to you. Yes. You have a beautiful, well-balanced family. No family is perfect. And I think that that is one of the beauties that, that your family has. Um I have a responsibility, too, to show them, just like you've shown your daughters, right? Yes. Like, I've never, I was really nervous about jumping into a campaign. I, I really was. And now my kids, not to say that any of them will, will get into policymaking or get into any kind of elected um, position, but now they know. They have done the signs and they oh, have yeah. gone up to doors. And, oh, and yeah. even my six-year-old, like she was amazing. My my oldest daughter was the one who got volunteers for me. She was friends with a lot of kids in high school that were willing to come and walk with me in a parade. So they have experienced stuff that most, most kids don't get experience, which makes them see it as a little bit easier. 
right? Well, and I don't think it's necessarily about the campaign stuff. I mean, I think that's awesome. But I think the other side that they see is that it's important to have your voice and to use it. Mm -hmm. And if you have the ability to get onto a school board to, you know, say what you think about a school district, what, you know, which direction they should go, that's huge. You know, and yeah, you're not getting paid for it. You're not getting anything extra for it. But you do it because it's your duty. You are because you're getting the emotional satisfaction that you're mm-hmm. serving your community and that you're leaving your community a better place for your kids. And if if what you want, which is what I think that we all want, is for our kids to see our community as a viable place where they have a voice, where they can engage, it starts with us. It starts with us. That was my like a drop. my job. <laughs> <laughs> are we supposed to say to that all right well thank you so much for joining us and we can't wait to see and and hear more about you know your stuff that you're going to be doing on the 437 school board the auburn washburn school board so that's pretty exciting tara thank you for your friendship for all these years Thank Um, thank you for being such a leader and a supporter of women and businesses and for figuring out a way to give a voice and a spotlight for people that typically wouldn't have had it Thank you. you make our thanks for great. starting the positivity train for kind of a big deal. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, everyone, of course, Tara Dimmick, thanks for joining us. And of course, thanks for joining uh, Mayor Michelle De La Isla's community podcast. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.